The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. And welcome to the 20th anniversary of Course's Radiothon presented by Great Canadian Roofing siding and windows. It's our honor, Morley Scott and myself, to be down at the Stollery Broadcasting Live again for this event. Uh, this is something that we do every year for the Stollery. It's been going, going on for two days now this year, Morley, but uh, we're the ones bringing it home for Chet tonight. Absolutely. It's going to be a great finish to, to the two days. Uh Year after year, the stories just warm your heart. I haven't been able to take part in it for probably about six years or so. Oh, I didn't I, realize I, that. That was the last time. It uh, was you and I that did yeah, it together. exactly, exactly. But I've always listened to them, and I've always enjoyed the stories, and uh, always enjoyed the outcome of the of the two days because it's always been spectacular. Absolutely. We're going to end the show tonight at 6 o'clock by announcing the money that's been raised for the Stollery over the past two days uh, in this, the annual event, and as I say, our 20th year. Uh, let's get things going right away. We want to let you know how you can donate throughout the afternoon and uh, actually throughout the weekend if you want as well. You can text the number 45678 to Stollery and that will give you an opportunity to donate 10 20 or $25. You can call the number 780-407-KIDS. That's 5437. So it's 780-407-KIDS. And you can also call 1-866-407-KIDS, and that's 5437. You can also go online as well at distollerykids.com. You can become a monthly donor, too, which is the way I go. Which is the uh, way I go as well, Morley. And that's, that's the best way to do it. You don't even miss it. No, it's painless. It, and it certainly does help. Uh, so, you know what, that puts it in perspective round. for me, because it must have been six years ago that you and I did this yep, together, and that's together, where we signed exactly up right. together. We did, we did and uh, still doing it. So it's There great. you go. You're going to hear some powerful stories this afternoon, and let's start with with one right now. We're joined by Ethan and his dad, Roger. Uh, welcome, uh, guys. Thanks for doing this. Well, thanks for having us. I, I brace myself before each and every conversation uh, because I don't know what I'm about to hear. So uh, perhaps, Ethan, you could tell me your story. All right. So um, about seven years ago, I was at a hockey party on, like, a Saturday night. And, and how old were you? I was 10 at the time. Okay, 10-year-old. Um, so we were all outside playing street hockey just in one of the kids' driveways, and I tripped and fell into a bush and had a tree, tree branch go through my eye orbit into my brain, and that left me paralyzed on the left side. and Instantaneously? Yeah, instantaneous. So I had no control after that, and... We took an ambulance ride to the Royal Alec, I think, and from there I was brought to the Stollery, and they helped me so much. Like, well, Roger, maybe we could pick up the story from the driveway, and the, you must have gotten a phone call of some kind. Well, it was uh, it was a you know parent and team party, so the parents were in the house, okay. the boys were out um, playing the street hockey, and yeah, a couple of kids came in the house and said Ethan's been hurt. Um, something hit his eye and, and just couldn't tell what had happened. Um, just looked like he hurt his eye. Um, so 
It was a bit of a panic moment, few moments, many moments. Um, At that moment, up. you're probably thinking like most parents would, gosh, I hope he doesn't lose his eyesight. I hope that, you know, this is something that doesn't require a whole lot of care. I mean, we've all had those moments with our kids where they stick something, hit something, touch something, you think, hope oh, that's not serious. So at that point, you're probably hoping this is a minor injury. Oh, and that's what it, how it presented. I mean, his eye had already swollen shut, um, and, and there was no evidence of, of what truly had happened. Um, I, I propped him up on the front step, um, ran in to grab a cloth just because his eye was bleeding a bit, came back out, and he had fallen off the step. So I hadn't even realized at that time that he was paralyzed on his left side and couldn't stay on the step. So when did it come about to you that, hey, this is just more than your average injury? When did it happen that this is serious? Um, when we tried putting him in our minivan. So we tried putting him in the van thinking, okay, let's just drive to a clinic. Um, and just something seemed off. Like he just, he couldn't walk. Was he talking? Nope, couldn't respond. Um, oh boy. And so it just seemed completely off. And then one of the other dads, he said, you know, should we call an ambulance? I'm thinking, well, it's, it doesn't seem that bad, but you know what? It's his eye, let's, let's just be safe. Hockey parents though, trainer, was, it, was there a trainer there? I mean, most hockey parents are accustomed to sort of a quick diagnosis of what's going on. I mean, were you getting advice at that point beyond let's get an ambulance? No, everyone, like I said, because there was really no evidence, right? right? This, his eye was bleeding Damaged a bit eye. and it swollen shut, so we thought, well, maybe you got a stick there, maybe like a hockey stick or a ball, um, and, and no one really knew. The boys didn't know. Ethan, what do you remember about that time? Do you, do you have any memory of what happened a um, few minutes after the accident? So I remember kind of falling into the bush, being injured, and... I remember being propped up on the step and falling off, but really I don't remember much besides that. And you weren't able to talk? Were you trying to communicate? I don't... Not much aside from how much I was in pain, I don't think. But You know, Ethan doesn't remember, uh, but Roger, I'll bet you remember every second of this. Never forget it. So you go to the Royal Alec? Yeah, we ended up at the Royal Alec to start, um, and they did a CT scan and then realized that something had, had entered in through his eye orbit and, and entered his brain, like, oh. significantly. Um, well, and something had entered and left, or something yes. was still there? No, it, it, there was, there oh, was a Lord. gap in, in, yeah. the, in, the, in his brain. Yeah, wow. Um, so now what? So you go from the Royal Alec? to here, to the stall room, right? Yeah, so they stabilized him at the Alec um, and then realized, you know, he's a 10-year-old boy. Let's get him where where 10-year-old boys should be. Yeah. Um, and so they, they transferred him over and, uh, you know, my wife was able to ride in the ambulance with him and I, and, and I had to, to get another ride over. But uh, as soon as we got here, we could just... Um, just feel a sense of comfort. You know, they, they came in and he had probably about 10, 12, I can't remember the number, but just he was surrounded by, by staff. Mm -hmm. um, all assessing, figuring out, making sure he's warm, making sure he's there, um, making sure we know what's happening. Um, so we were, we were brought into the fold too. And so there was just a, you know, as tough a situation as it was, um, 
you get a, a sense of comfort from people that have been here, done this, and, and are know what to do in that type of situation. Yeah, and you know what? We're going to hear that time and time again this afternoon. We're going to, I know parents listening at, uh, at home and on the, in their cars will, will know exactly what you're talking about. It's not that the fear is now gone that your child's no. injured. It's the fact that you know there's nothing there's no better care than what you've brought your child to receive at the stallery. So everything that can be done is being done now. I, I know what you're talking about. There's a comfort to that that sort of compensates for the fear a, a bit. Yeah, you know, I don't, when I when I think back, I don't recall the, the fear. Like when we got into this building, there was really a sense of comfort. And we hadn't had a lot of experience with the stallery before. You know, the emergency room yeah. visits for a fever or whatever, yeah, those yeah. kind of things. Is this broken kind of thing? Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we had a pretty normal time up until that with the kids. But, uh, you know, it was just different this time. And So um, what was the care that, what happened next? Ethan's gone to the hospital. You've realized there's this brain injury. Brain injury, my God. Yeah. Uh, now what? Um, so he spent a number of days in the uh, pediatric intensive care unit. So they actually put him in a medically induced coma um, just to protect the brain because it swells. And, and really, it's just about preserving and making sure he stays. Um, but, I mean, we credit the Stollery. They saved his life. He wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them doing what they do every day um, and taking care. But he, he was here for five weeks and went from different intensive care unit to a different intensive care unit, had uh, two brain surgeries, uh, one to repair the, the hole that was made. Um, but then he actually ended up getting an infection, so they had to go in and and uh, and try to repair that inf- infection that he that he had a few weeks later. Um, you know, he ter- took his first few steps, so he was completely paralyzed, like from his face to his toes on his left side. Um, and does repairing the brain bring that mo- motion and movement back again, or is it rehabilitation? It's rehabilitation. Yeah, there it's- was no there was no repair to the brain, like they they were able to patch the hole that was made um, but it's it's up to the body to recover itself um, so he's been going through ever since that day um, rehabilitation um, and he's been phenomenal through it um, and he's been able to become you know pretty much a normal boy in terms of he plays sledge hockey he plays trumpet but he took his first steps here at the cellar and it was someone pushing his foot as he kind of leaned his body onto a device, but um, those were the things, and it was right away. As soon as he was able to, they they wanted to start that rehab process um, to allow the brain to to start to figure out that it's got some work to do and and got to start this recovery process. Ethan, this must be a pretty special place to you. It's it's a great place. It's always the staff is always so friendly here and so great. The treatment is amazing and. Ethan, I have to tell you, and because we're on radio and people can't see you, I don't know which eye was injured. I'm looking at you. I don't know which eye was injured. I was the exact same thing, yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. What uh, What are you doing now? Are you still in, in some rehab? I still do rehab, see a trainer twice a week, just working on strength and movement, and it's 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 a struggle kind of. He still actually comes back to the stallery on a regular basis. Uh, 
he does Botox, so he gets Botox injections, um, not for his facial features, but to help with the muscle recovery, allow the, the smaller muscles to try to work in his left arm and his left leg, because um, those are the weakest parts. Robert, can you explain something to me that I've never understood, and I've done a gazillion of these? Because we're both fathers, and when, I, when I've taken my child to the hospital in the past, and nothing as serious as what you're describing here today or, or the other stories we'll hear this afternoon. I don't want to come back here. I don't, you know, I got, it brings back memories of a really bad night or a really, you know, with my child or, but it seems like the parents we talk to at these things really embrace coming back here for, and I, I don't understand it. Um, great question. I was, I've actually been thinking about it as I've been walking around here today because um, we're not here every day um, and we're fortunate for that as much as we love the scholarly. I don't want to be in a hospital. Right. Um, it, I think it's the hope. I think it's the belief that um, he's going to get better, he's going to recover, he's going to be, he's going to be fine. Um, and you get that hope from the staff, from just walking around this building. Um, with, there were a number of really positive moments that we'll remember forever from the salary. Yeah. Um, you know, we had Oilers visits, we had family visits. Like, it was just the support we felt by being here uh, was just tremendous. So that helps to, to offset, you know, the negative side yeah. of things. Yeah. you got to get past the negative piece. Yeah. Ethan, you're in high school. You're kind of back to normal now. Yeah. Uh, t- what high school you go to? I am currently attending Sal Comp in Short Park. And, and going to the U of A next year? Hopefully. Yeah, what do you want to take? Um, engineering, I'm hoping to get into. Excellent. Nice stuff. Uh, Ethan, we've been talking to, and his dad, uh, Roger, wow, what a story to start the afternoon off. Thank you so much, both of you, for doing this. And Ethan, you look great, brother. You look fine. Thanks. Yeah, cool. Keep it up, man. Yeah. Thanks, guys. want to remind you once again, the number to call if you want to help out uh, kids like Ethan and others that find themselves at the Solary Hospital when they would least like to be here. Uh, The text uh, number is 45678. If you simply put those numbers in your phone, 45678. Six seven eight. You can choose to donate ten, twenty, twenty-five dollars. You can call the Stollery at seven eight zero four zero seven kids and you can be part of another miraculous story like the one we just heard. There's other ways, Morley. You, you can also go online at uh, stollerykids.com stollerykids.com. Uh, there you can become a monthly member as well. Uh, or call, if you're out of town, 1-866-407-KIDS 1-866-407-KIDS If you're in town, 780-407-KIDS uh, It's money well spent. 31 surgeries a day take place here. 53,929 emergency room visits a year. That's 148 a day. And you know, if you want to become a monthly donor, uh, we have a power hour sponsor right now, uh, Weatherford. Our goal is to get 23 people to become a monthly donor. Uh, You can call that number 407-KIDS and sign up, or you can go online at www.stollerykids.com. We need 23 more people. Let's take a break, regroup, and when we come back, more from the 20th anniversary of Chorus Radiothon presented by Great Canadian Roofing, Siding and Windows. Thanks. 
Hey, there you go. Uh, that light, uh, mic is live, my friend. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we're down at the 20th anniversary, of course, uh, Radiothon presented by Great Canadian Roofing, Siding, and Windows. want to correct a couple of things and clarify. So I said a moment ago that you could uh, text Morley. But you have to text the word Stollery. So that's how it works. You have text to text the word, the word Stollery, Stollery to 45678. So I apologize to everybody who texted 45678 to 45678. So on your phone, put in 45678. Then the text message is Stollery. Exactly. And then they were... I remember this from last year. Then they reply to you and you select. Yes. You have your choice. 10, 20, 25. And I think you can even choose monthly donor. There you go. So now I have never done this before, but I've only been doing radio about eight, nine years. I'm not really sure. Uh, I'd like to introduce a guest who I have no idea who they are. So Interesting. Yeah. Who are you? Thank you. I am Lori Fink from the Stollery Children's Hospital Foundation. Perfect. Just the person I want. So (laughs) I had said before the break that we've got Power Hour sponsors. Can you explain the Power Hour sponsorship for me? For sure, yes. We have had 10 generous sponsors and companies from within our community who stepped up to be Power Hour sponsors. Essentially what this means is that they are going to be making a contribution at the end of the Power Hour if we reach our goal of uh, securing or recruiting so many monthly donors within the hour. Okay. That's just another example, isn't it, of of what this place means to this community. It really does. Businesses that step up. They want to say, yeah, we want to help, but we want to help this way. The more you bring in, the more we'll help. That's exactly right. And even this year, we have a handful of superpower hour sponsors who have agreed to uh, donate $5,000 additionally on top of the $10,000 commitment. uh, That's very awesome. So this is is in uh, real time. It is. As we're looking at this, uh, this this power hour sponsor is Weatherford? It is, yes. All right. I said Weatherford earlier. Oh, Weatherford. No. <laughs> I know. You know what? I'm not, at, at the year 10, I think I nailed this radio thing. Uh, so Next Weatherford. year's going to be so good. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. And right now, uh, this, so how many do we start? We need 23 now. How many do we start at the beginning of the hour? Oh, that is a really great question. I know when I came over to the board, You're we wrote down 32. You're questions. I'm trying my best. So if you don't know, just I say just 32. make it up. 32. 32 is where we started. <laughs> Final answer. So we got nine in the last few minutes while we were on the air, so we need 23 more in the next half hour in order for Weatherford to step up. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, we're going to change. Let's change that right now. See. All right. 19 more. We need 19 more. So we had four more since I started that sentence. Beautiful. So that's pretty good. That's outstanding. It's the power of radio right there. And (laughs) they can do that. How do they do that? Does it have to be by phoning the number or going online? Yes, by phoning the number or going online. But as long as you sign up as a monthly donor. So one-time donations do not count toward that goal. They are equally as important to this Radiothon. But monthly donations is what the goal is particularly about. Correct me if I'm wrong. Monthly donations can be done via text? No. I believe not. No. Those are one-time only. You You need to phone. And that's uh, 780-407-KIDS. Or you to go online at stollerykids.com. There you go. But please uh, call in. The folks from Weatherford yeah, are here today I'm, taking all your calls, so saying, they'd love to hear here, from you. And they're all I just, get it they're just talking to each other right now. Morley, I get it. I, you know, this. listen, I knew at some point before the uh, telethon was over, the radiothon was over, I knew at some point, yeah, sorry, <laughs> that I would, I would grasp this, all right? So... You have Weatherford as the sponsor, and they have volunteers here actually at answering the phone. That's right. So during the power hour, each sponsor typically has... They do, yeah. Oh, I love it. That's a great idea. I love it when a plan comes together. I totally approve of what you're doing here. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> They've even uh, sent a spokesperson along. So this is an employee of Weatherford who has had a stollery experience of their own. Um, so I think huh. when corporations sign up as power hour sponsors, they're really wanting to give back because they're people who they work with every right. single day. 
day are those who are impacted by this hospital. Well, and you know what? I mean, as you said earlier, Morley, like, and, and you did as well, like, it's just so great how the community steps up. But mm -hmm. the truth is, the truth is, I I challenge you to find an Edmontonian who doesn't have some connection to the Stollery. Definitely. It's impossible. That's right. Yeah, it's it impossible. is impossible. You either have a direct connection or know someone who has a direct connection. Exactly right. It has helped so many kids for yeah. so many years. How long have you been with it? Oh, my. I've actually been with the foundation for 13 years. Wow. 13? Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. Two more, and no, that's the power. Know, right? yeah. uh, all right, so let's run through that. Thank you so much for that. You, Thank you, you clarified a lot. Thank you. Uh, all right, so we need you to do this to get those last 19. Again, we need you to go online at www.stollerykids.com. That's one way to become a monthly donor of $20. The other way is to call 780-407-KIDS, 780-407-KIDS, 5437, that is. Or if you're from out of town, 1-866-407-KIDS. So just add the 866 if you're calling from outside the Edmonton And exchange. I look, Bommie, there's four people from uh, Weatherford here, and... When I looked behind when we started talking to Lori, they were all talking to themselves. Now I look back and there's one guy going. Well, we need those phones phone. to ring. So let's get the fourth guy on the phone over here. We got yep. three of them talking on the phones, which is terrific. So we need uh, we need a couple more calls. We need now we're down 17 now. 17 more people more. is what we need. We're going to take a break for news. I would love to be able to report when we come back that we found those 17, but that completely depends on you. The 6:30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on 6:30 Chad.